I have the nature of God. I have the life of God. You got it. You got it. You're not ordinary. See, you need to know it. It's a person. That person is in me. It's a nature. I have that nature. See, now give it to me in the message translation before we really amplify. Look at this. It says, if God called your ancestors gods, and scripture doesn't lie. Look up 34 to 35, so they can see it. It says, Jesus said, I am only quoting your inspired scriptures. Where God said, I tell you, you are gods. Next. If God called your ancestors gods, scripture doesn't lie. I'm not ordinary. See, I'm not ordinary. This boy, not ordinary. I eat like Jesus ate physical food. I sleep like Jesus sleeps. I walk on water like him. Hallelujah. You say, can you walk on water? Peter walked on water. Do you know how Peter walked on water? The word came. He said, if it is you, bid me come. He said, come. And on that word, he walked. I also have a word from God. He said, you are God. And all of you are children of the most high. Kalabushata. Worship, worship the Lord. Celebrate him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Kalabushata means, isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. I'm not ordinary. And they said, human beings are going to die. Oh, those who are natural. We're not listed. Because as he is, so are we in this world. See, the Bible lets it, lets it us clear. Because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is there. Is he sick? Come on now, is he sick? Is he feverish? Does he have his face on his hand on his jaw and says, this, the way this world is going, they fear this world, they fear me. Is that what he's saying? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Now, if we are as he is, whatever is in him that makes him what he is, is in us. When you say, are you not a human being? It's because the person has what you have as a human being. Are, are you know what I'm saying? I have the life of God. The life of God is working in me. It kills disease. It kills germs. Celebrate Jesus, please. Uh, Hallelujah. Now, let's go to 2 Peter 1, 3 to 4. And let's look at it in the Amplified Version. It says, For as his divine powers bestowed upon us all that are requisite and suited to life and godliness through the full personal knowledge of him who has called us by and to his own glory and excellence, virtue. Next. It says, By means of this, it says, He has bestowed on us his precious and exceeding great promises so that through them you may escape by flight from the moral decay, rottenness and corruption that's in the world because of covetousness, loss and greed and become sharers. Partakers of the divine nature. Give me verse 4 in the good news. There's one transfer I'm looking for. 
It says they share. It says, in this way, he has given us the very great and precious gifts that he promised so that by means of these gifts, you may escape from the disruptive loss that is in the world and may come to share the divine nature. You see, when you know who you are, you're not a slave to all these sins in the world. So Zoe is a person. The person is Jesus. Christ is in me. Then Zoe is in me. Yeah. See, look at First John 5, verse 10 to 13. He that believeth in the Son of God had the witness in himself, and he that believeth not God has made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. Next. He says, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life, and the life is in his Son. Next. It says, he that has the Son has life. He that does not have the Son, what do you say? Has not life. Verse 13, please. He says, these things I have written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe in the name of the Son of God. Say, I have eternal life. <laughs> say like you mean, say, I have eternal life. <laughs> say like you believe, say, I have eternal life. <laughs> Celebrate Jesus. <laughs> see, when we look at the impact of eternal life, you you see why you should not fail an exam anymore in your life. See, we are children of God. He gave birth to us. In John 1 verse 13, 12 to 13, 12 to 13. See, but as many as received them, to them gave he the power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Look at this. So which were born of the blood, not the will of the flesh, not the will of man, but of God. We were born of God. If you give birth to your child, what will the child have? Your kind of life. And God's seed, God's sperm is his word. In Luke 8, 11, the Bible says the seed is the word of God. In 1 Peter 1, verse 23, the Bible says being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. By the word of God, which leave it and abide it forever. So you were born of the seed of eternal life. See, because God's word carries eternal life. And when you receive that word and you were born again from that seed, from the sperm of God, which is his word, you had eternal life. It's a person. It's a nature. Number three. Zoe is a realm. Zoe is a realm. We said, is a person, it's a nature, Zoe is a realm. Hallelujah. Zoe is a realm. Now, before I share this, let me share a few things. There are several expressions of death in the Bible. The first one is spiritual death. Say it with me. Spiritual death. Say it again. All right. Spiritual death is separation from God. It is spiritual death that makes physical death possible. Because God is life. 
See, this is the true God of eternal life. When you're separated from God, you're separated from eternal life. When you look at Genesis chapter 2, God told man that the day he eats of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he says, he shall surely die. But you know that it took Adam 930 years to die physically. See, because Adam was separated from the life of God. Genesis 2, 17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For the day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And God said Adam would die, and Adam didn't die physically. No, the first death is spiritual death. Which makes physical death possible. Look at Ephesians 4, verse 18. It says, having the understanding darkened. Let's read from 17 to 18. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that we henceforth, that ye henceforth walk in as other genders walk in the vanity of their mind, verse 18. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, being separated from the life of God, through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. So the unbeliever is separated from the life of God. That's spiritual death. Then the second expression of death is physical death. Physical death is a separation of the spirit from the body. Physical death is a separation of the spirit from the body. In James 2 verse 26, the Bible says, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So when your spirit leaves your body, you die. So, and that's why you need to take care of your body. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then there's a third expression of death, which is death is an entity. See, death is an entity. It's an experience. In Revelation 20 verse 13, it says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in them, and death and hell were delivered up, delivered the dead, the dead which were in them, and they were judged according to every man according to his Notice death and hell delivered up the dead. It's an entity. See, it's an entity. In Revelation 1 verse 18, Jesus said he holds the keys of hell and of death. He holds the keys of hell and of death. See? In Revelation 20 verse 14 now, death and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. Death was cast into the lake of fire. Do you see that? Number four, the fourth expression of death is the second death. The second death is eternal separation from God. Eternal, you, where you cast, when you go to the lake of fire, you will never have opportunity to repent anymore. That's the second death. Are you out there? Okay. Now, I said all that because of what I want to say about death, about life. He said, number one, Zoe is a person. That's Jesus. Zoe is a nature. Then thirdly, Zoe is a realm. Death is also a realm. See that? Death is a realm. When you read John 5 verse 24, Jesus said, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. 
Now, that's the nature. That's the gift of eternal life. It's a gift. It's a nature. It's a gift. We have it. The Bible tells us in Romans 6 verse 23, it says, for the wages of sin is dead, but a gift of God is eternal life. See, so we have the gift. And it tells us through our Lord, Jesus Christ our Lord. So we have the gift, the nature. But it's also a realm. Go back to John 5 verse 24. It says, he that heard my word and believed on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. See? That word can also be judgment. That's another discussion. And it's, but it's passed from death unto life. Notice, he has everlasting life, but it's passed. See, when you say, I pass from worry into Benin, it's passed from death into life. It's a realm. Death is a realm. When you're not born again, you are in the realm of death. See? But when you're born again, you are no longer in that realm. You are removed from that realm. And that's why it tells us how to function in that realm by walking in love. For instance, in 1 John 3 verse 14, the Bible tells us this. Look at this. It says, we know that we are passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abided in death. Next verse 15. Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. So you can see that. So it's a realm. When you have the life, it's in your spirit. But God wants to live in that realm of life. Like you're living in heaven. When you look at Matthew 7 verse 14, Jesus explains it. He says, but straight is the gate and narrow, straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. Few there be that find There's a realm of life. In heaven, things don't die because it's a realm of life. When you step on a plant in heaven and pass it, it will get up again. It's a realm of life. See? So it's a realm. And your Christian experience ought to be a fortress of the realm of life. Where sickness is far from you. Where what the people in the realm of death? Because sickness is death at work in the human body. See? Aging is death at work in the human body. You should not age as fast as the unbeliever. Your aging process should be slower. Are you following me here? So it's a realm. So I live in the realm of life. So that is why Jesus, when, he, when they had five and two fish, he was not like, oh, it's not enough. No, it was in a realm. And he knew how to enforce that realm into the natural realm. See, for instance, the Bible says, the tongue of the wise is a tree of life. See, there are ways you can enjoy that realm. It's a tree of life. The tongue of the wise is a tree of life. Now, let's, let's look at those, those words. Let me just located for you because some of you are wondering what is he talking about? Because when you eat of the tree of life it actually helps you to enjoy that realm of life. For instance, in heaven there's a tree of life. Now let's go to Revelation 22 and um, verse 2 uh, give me New King James here. It says, in the middle of the street on the either side of the river was the tree of life. Watch this. We bought 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. 
Notice, for instance, we have a commission of preaching the message of life and God has called us to go to healing part of the nation. You can see the connection between life and healing. See, in that realm of life, you live in health. When sickness comes, it makes you, it, it, it keeps you back in health. It throws you because it's a realm. There is um, a device, it's very expensive and um, looking forward to get it someday. You put it in your atmosphere like this. And anybody can come with any disease. If they come into that atmosphere, they cannot transmit that disease. It kills 99.9% of germs when you put that thing in your atmosphere. So the device sanitizes the air. Now, when you enter that place, it's a realm. Disease doesn't move from person to person. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, we have alligators. We have entered into the realm of life. Now, this life is working in our body. So, when we enter a place where there is sickness, there is disease, it doesn't affect us because of that force. And that's the force that's when we say Zoe is a force. And I'll deal with it later. But let's deal with that realm. See, 12 man of fruits. All right. Let's look at a few things. In Proverbs 3 verse 18. Proverbs 3 verse 18. It says, She is a tree of life unto them that lay hold upon her and happy seven are returning. That's wisdom. The word of God. This is a tree of life. So how do we eat of the tree of life? It's as we, as we, as we take up the word. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 4, 20 to 22, it says, My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears unto my saying. It says, let them not depart from their eyes. Keep them midst of their heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health toward their flesh. As, we, as, I, as I'm taking the word and listening to the message, I am actually creating a realm of life around me. I'm drinking of the life. Are you following me here? It's a realm. If you go to America now, they're in winter. Am I right? Very cold. We are in the same earth, but they're in another realm. They're breathing oxygen like us, they eat like us, but they're in another realm. So, the same way as a believer. See, you are in another realm. Do you on earth? Are you following me? So I'm in the realm of life. So it doesn't matter what they tell the, the athletes. But for you, you are different. So I live in the realm of life. Hallelujah. Proverbs 11 verse 30. It says, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. That's your tongue. See, that's your tongue. You can take of the tree, death and life and the power of the tongue. You can create that realm around you. I have eternal life. Eternal life is working in my body. Yeah, say it to yourself again and again and again. Before long, the people will die. You're staring on that realm. 
Proverbs 15 verse 4. It says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Your tongue. But perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. When you start speaking negative words, you start lying. Give it to me, NLT. You start lying. You crush your spirit. The life, you break the laws of that realm. That's why Jesus, you know, sometimes you're like, what is, what is happening to this, this person? What kind of man or man is in the realm? When he came to arrest him, they said, who do you seek? He asked them, who do you seek? They just said, I am he. He didn't run away. He had prayed. He had stayed up that realm. They all fell down backwards. What a life. Look at Acts 28. Let's begin from verse 3. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of it and fastened on his hand. Next. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom, a, whom though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to live. Next. It shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. It did not pray. So why you need to speak in other tongues? Because when you're speaking in tongues, the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of what? Of living water. So you are a source of life. You are a channel of life. We'll come back here. Look at John 4, 14. For look at John 7, 38. Say, so, whoso drink out of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But what I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Now, when a Jewish man is defiled unto evening, he is told to go rinse himself in a mikvah in a flowing water. The flowing water is called living water. Now, it says that if you believe in him in John 7, 38, it says, out of your belly, out of your spirit, shall flow rivers of life-giving water. It says you have your mikvah inside of you. Are you following me? This water that gives life. You know, there's water of life. You drink of the water of life. It says it's inside of you. So, when you are, when you are, in this oppressive state, sickness is oppressing you. Just begin to speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Let the life kill the sickness. Many of you don't speak in tongues for a long time. Only in church. Apostle, this growth is growing. No? The growth is because there is death in you, not life. When you stay there for a long time, you speak, you say, I'm going to stay here until this thing leaves. And you speak in other tongues and speak, in, you are not going anywhere. One hour, two hours, life, life is going, life is happening. You are there. I'm not, until, God, I'm not going to leave you until this thing stops. A man of God had ulcers, terrible ulcers that he could be preaching and the thing would grab like, he would run out of the and start throwing up everywhere. 
He said it was so painful that his father was saying, if God would put it on him, not on his son. So one day, he said, I'm going to pray in other tongues until this thing leaves me. He prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed until he slept off. That was the last of it. Life has taken over. See, that water that we cleanse your womb, cleanse your semen, you say, they tell you, say, your, your semen has 2% chance. Let life take over. Your eggs are dead. Let life take over. It's a realm. See, if you look at Revelation 2, give me, give me from 6 to 7. There's something I want to read there. Okay, give me 7. I think it's 7. Now it says, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life. So this is in your tongue. Lika paradastophi. Life is being said. I have the life of God. Life is being stirred. Death is far from me. You're creating your force field. And number four, Zoe is a force. Have you learned anything today? Zoe is a force. And that force kills all kinds of diseases, energizes your brain. And John 1 forces in him was life and the life was the light of man. See, that was the light of man. It, it, it fills your brain with wisdom. You have such ideas, such concepts beyond your years. So turn our life. Let it get a hold of you. Let it get a hold of you. Let it affect your brain. When you look at Psalm 18 verse 28. It says, for thou will light my candle. The Lord will enlighten my darkness. What is your candle? Your spirit. Proverbs 20 verse 27. Said the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Searching out the inward parts of the belly. It says he will light it. It enlightens you. Is a force. You just know what to do. Jesus Christ said in John 8 verse 12, it says, I am the, it says, I am the light of the world. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. There's an enlightenment. How can you fail exam? You have eternal life? Say, yes, I do. I'm a Christian. You don't know what you have. You have the light of Zoe. In, in Job 29, I believe verse 4, show it to us. It says, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my time, and I go next, verse 5. It says, when it, well, give me verse 3, I think verse 3, there's something I want to show you here. It says, when by his candle shined upon my head. Your spirit is the candle of the Lord. That light in your spirit begins to shine upon your head, and by his light you walk through darkness. Difficult situations, you know what to do. It's a force. It makes a man super intelligent. So I have the life of God. See, you need to know what you have. Now, if you allow that life, you meditate on the word. Jesus lets us know the words I speak unto you, their spirit and their life. 
John 6 verse 3. You learn that word. You, you meditate on the word of God. It begins to affect your brain. Super intelligence. So I played on the keyboard. Please let me close with this. We'll continue next Sunday. A man called John G. Lake. There was a plague killing people. And he and his team went to volunteer to carry the dead without any gloves and gears. And the people were wondering, how come you're, are you doing, why are you doing this? You got a vaccine or something against us? He said, no. He said, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. In other words, what kills natural men doesn't kill me. There's a force at work in me. The law of the spirit of life. May God open our eyes. May God open our hearts to understand this. Father, reveal this thing to us. Jesus touched the leper. The leprosy disappears. It didn't disappear. It didn't catch leprosy. Besides that force. So the law of the spirit of life in Jesus has made me free. He said, bring the living contagion from a person that just died. So they removed the virus from someone's mouth. Put it on his hand. He said he should put it on his hand. He said, when it touches my hand, it will die. When it touches my hand, it will die. Why? It's entering a realm. There's a force. They put it on his hands. They put it under a microscope. It was dead. It just killed somebody. As it touched his hand, it died. That same thing is inside of you. Someone goes, <coughs> and you just thought, oh. how are you going to remove what entered you? Do you say, how do you get it out? You say, the Lord, the spirit of life, a Christ Jesus has made me free from loss and death. It dies. Someone is coming with Apollo eyes. Say, oh boy, I go give you Apollo. I go give you Apollo. He say, say, no, don't give me Apollo. Don't give me Apollo. He say, look at me. He will fall under the power. Because as a force, I rest my case. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise a people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wale Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua, Bayoso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 803 382-7072 382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.